Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite fast food comedy theme park, not safe for work, motherfucking podcast, man. Shit. Yeah, Daddy L. I'm excited. We're here. Are you I that excited? The intro. No, you're but fine. It's okay. You did good. I, I'm trying to make it through, Ross. As yeah. we know, I have uh, type two uh, death. <laughs> Diabangus is what you got. Me. I don't no. know. No, I have a cold. Uh, we and we in the last episode. I was really feeling it. This yeah. time I'm a little bit more aware, but we, we're knocking out two of them. And, uh, yeah, as you can I'm tell, excited. we have, or, or we just don't change our clothes and you're just really fucked up. Yeah, exactly. For weeks. For weeks and weeks, yeah. yes. We've but, actually uh, been holed up underneath this table for weeks and look at us. Same outfits. Kings are still in the playoffs, I think, in my brain. Yeah, dude. Everything's good, man. I hope they're still in the playoffs by the time that it ends. That'd be fucking oh, sick. Fuck. Yeah, that would be great. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. But Go Kings. Man, so this is exciting because this whole season so far has been all Southern California or, or California-based businesses, originally yeah, restaurants. And, and, yeah, restaurants. At first, it was going to be fast food chains. We've kind of now changed it ever so slightly to, to being more restaurants yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of are, most of them are chains. I mean, I think as we start to like trickle down, we're going to start getting more into like smaller things like one-offs, like Philippe's and more iconic restaurants in the Los Angeles area as opposed to just, you know, the, the restaurants with more than one location. And, and this one's a rare one from, for L.A. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one that I'm really excited about because to right. me, I grew up with it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, barbecue is, is, uh, is not common no. in, in uh, L.A. So no. And at one point, this, they had 15 restaurants, and they started really early, 1940. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. Uh, but before, before that, we do, we're going to go to my favorite segment. Your favorite segment. Uh, theme Park Minute. With Fast Food Hillman. Oh, fucking Jesus. <laughs> right. It's a Fast Food Minute with... Zach Hillman. This is Fast Food Minute with Zach Hillman. Taste the absence of all colors? <laughs> that was the thinking behind a 2014 promotional menu item offered in Japanese Burger Kings. The unique burger featured cheese made with bamboo charcoal and buns made with squid ink to make them appear black. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to mention another ingredient. The souls of the damned. Burger King did try to sell a Black Whopper for Halloween in America, but they just couldn't come up with a recipe that police officers wouldn't shoot on sight. <laughs> oh, 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 wow, it's even lighter in here. Holy shit, that's crazy, isn't it, Robert? Yeah, dude, whoa, Damn. how'd you do that? I don't know, man, it's fucking magic. I think it was the, uh, it was the magic lighting fairy. Damn, dude, I think yeah. I, thank God for magic lighting, lighting fairies. Lighting fairies, yeah. Dude, so, speaking of fairies... Yeah. We were in, um, what, Inglewood? No, where were we? Tonight? No, we were in uh, Bellflower. Bellflower. Yeah. So, holy smokes, I love Bellflower. I love this Randy's Donuts that we went Oh, uh, Do you really Just love kidding. Bellflower? <laughs> I was like, fuck. Where, where do we go? We went to, uh, uh, no, Chris and Pitts. Is Chris what and Pitts. About. And I made a crack. We do these little other videos. We do these videos that are like smaller segments that are like, like basically us going to the restaurants. And I made a crack about... Our buddy Ray Paez, friend of the show who hasn't been on the fucking show. Yeah. Friend of the show, Ray Paez. He does the amazing uh, animated uh, figures or faces. Yeah, right? he, yeah, illustr yeah, yeah, not animated, but illustrated. illustrated he, he did them. he did our, our, our illustrations, and yeah, uh, yeah. I love Ray. He's one of my best buddies out here. Um, but I made a crack in the video about Ray saying the place is called 
shit and piss or piss and shits. <laughs> yeah, piss and shit. It, he never made that joke. I just thought it was a funny gag, and I said it in the video. So if you saw that video and you think Ray Paez is a piece of shit dickhead, and you were trolling him online and sending him death threats, just stop now. Just please, <laughs> just whatever you do, just leave him alone. He's yeah. suffered enough. Yeah, dude, that was just a, a little joke. But yeah, so, dude, I I'm very curious because uh, Kristen Pitts, I grew up with it. Yeah, but it, it is it's just so strange because it's like such a a small uh, chain. Yes. But it, it, you know, to me, just because I grew up with it, I always knew about it, but I didn't know the history. Well, yeah. And when you go in there, it seems like it's from a different era. Yes. It's very old school. They totally. serve, you know, every, all the meals come with beans, garlic bread, a, you know, a super, a salad, and, uh, you know, a, a side yes. along with your protein. So it, it definitely has that old vibe to it. Um, a lot of the people that were in that restaurant when we went, because we went to the Bellflower location, which the reason why we went to the Bellflower location as opposed to the Downey location or the Whittier location, which we didn't even think about, but the reason why we went there is because that one, the exterior of the restaurant is fucking iconic. It's all painted to make it look like it's wood wood planks on the outside, which it's not. It's got a great sign. It's the only location that looks like that. The other two locations look boring as shit. The location in Downey has a cool sign, but not the not the Whittier location. So that's the reason why I really wanted to go to that location specifically. I, I, I dug it, man. Yeah. 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 So we went with our buddy Randy, who was here earlier, uh, but he had to go to his work, the Desert 5 spot. And uh, he had to pour barbecue sauce on his nose. Yeah, and take, take photos yeah. of gooyaki tea <laughs> that he's trying to get a sponsorship from. Uh, is he? <laughs> he's really trying, yeah. Did you Dude. hear him on the last pod? He was like... Guyaki Tea, please sponsor me. Oh damn! Well, oh I yeah, hope they sponsor our boy then. Uh, yeah, they, uh, me too. Uh, they get, they sent him a couple cases of Guyaki teas. Wow, those things ain't cheap. Nice, dude. Well, hopefully Kristen and Pitts uh, sponsors us because yeah, that'd be great. I enjoyed Kristen Pitts. Me too. It, it definitely. It's is it my favorite barbecue place? No, no. But it, you can tell that they've been serving up that exact same food for a very long time. Yes, yeah, very authentic. It's not. Um, it's it, it does have that just old school feel of this is yeah. what it's been. And, you know, barbecue, I have like a faint memory. Like when I was a kid, you know, you just didn't eat it a whole lot. There was right. a place called Joey's Barbecue that was pretty close. That's legendary. But Chris and Pitts was one that I went to a lot. And I have a funny story. Well, let's get to we'll that. Get but let's it. do the history first. Yes, let's do and it. And then we can talk about our experiences at Chris and Pitts because we both have some. And there's some interesting things that I learned about Chris and Pitts. So. Let's Na- hear it. Let's hear it, dude. So ni- in 1940, Chris Polonis had a dream to open up the best barbecue spot in the world. This is pulled off from their website. Uh, had the had a dream to open up the best barbecue restaurant in the world with a loan from uh, from his father for two grand, who was a Greek immigrant. He teamed up with a partner named Morris John Stamos. Yeah, yeah, John Stamos's brother, um, Ron Stamos. Um, his partner Morris Pittman. They began to search for the best location in a defunct dry cleaning shop. On Tweedy Boulevard in Linwood. Anyway, his business partner was Morris Pittman, so that's the name Chris and Pitts came from. So Pittman's nickname was Pitts. Chris and Pitts Barbecue Restaurant was born. Sawdust on the floors, wood benches, the customers flocked in, and Chris spent days and nights at the restaurant in his own kitchen experimenting with recipes, recipe after recipe, until each one was perfect to him. Fast forward to 2018. Chris was still chained to his restaurant until his dying days. As of 2022, his children and grandchildren carry on his legacy, or the legacy of Chris and Pitts, uh, and they still say the food is the best barbecue in the world. 
At some point in time, there was uh, 15 locations. I couldn't really find out exactly when there was 15 locations, but there was 15 locations. Uh, today, Chris and Pets has only three, and that's going to soon change as we found out from our waitress, Cindy. Yeah. Um, we'll get to there. Uh, yeah, their locations are in Bellflower, Downey, and Whittier. The ones in Bellflower and Downey are like 10 minutes away from each other. Strangely enough, I noticed another thing about Chris and Pitts is that where each restaurant is, there's a golden flower right fucking next to it. Uh, or a golden corral. Oh, yeah, yeah golden yeah, yeah. corral, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a golden like a pot shop or something. Golden flower, yeah. Golden flower. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you power. Hey, yeah. Robert. Hey. You ever heard of the golden flower? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like apparently um, g- fucking Golden Corral really wants to... F- yeah. Th- there was some fucking weird signs in the That's parking lot, too. very strange. Yeah, anyway, there, there's like weird beef there, but yes. it, we'll, we'll get to that, too. Um, Stroganoff. Chris and Pitts makes sure all their own sauces are in-house, and they serve up everything from from famous barbecued... Ho- oh, they serve up famous barbecued chicken, Hawaiian chicken, French fries, garlic bread, shakes, malts, beer, wine. Some locations have mixed drinks. Or did, and uh, yeah, ribs, you name it, you know, ham. The 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 meals that we got had was like a three meat combo. Yeah, it was ham, brisket, and ribs. That was the first time I've ever had ham with barbecue sauce. Yeah, and they slathered that shit I all know, over your dude, stuff. It was good. It was a good sauce. I was kind of nervous there for a second. Yeah, because you're like, ooh, they have faith in this. Sauce. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing that I dug up when I was researching researching Chris and Pitts. So. It's kind of sad. I, it actually was really sad. Um, 9-11. Actually, weirdly enough, so on September 11th, but not t- 2001, but September 11th, 2015, outside of the Downley location, there was a high-speed chase. The driver, 41, 41-year-old Eddie Tapia, crashed into a parked car. He jumped out of the, the car that he crashed out of. Uh, sh- he started firing shots in the air, and he ran into a, a packed Chris and Pitts restaurant. Whoa. He asked for a glass of water and some medicine. Um, he told the people inside to to everybody to get out. Women and children first. Um, police surrounded police and SWAT teams surrounded the building. Uh, he was it said on the news that he was holding four hostages. Now I actually kind of did some more digging and found out that they weren't hostages. It was sausages. It was sausages. <laughs> yeah, they were holding four sausages. No, this is horrible. This yeah, is fucking it's, frightening. It gets, oh yeah, so oh, God. it gets worse. Oh um, no, fuck. So there was four people that stuck behind. Apparently they were all addicts and understood that this guy was going through a manic episode where he was super strung out and fucked up on meth. Damn, dude. So they stuck around to try and talk the guy down. You know, and tell him, like, hey, you know, like, there's treatment out there. We, you know, you can get help. You know, you deserve help. Um, I guess all these addicts or former addicts. Well, I guess you're not always an addict. So all these addicts were trying to help Tapia, and they recorded a final video and farewell to his family. What? So they took a phone, and they recorded the video. And it was one of the, and the dude, and I guess in his final words were, I love you guys. Thank you. Um... I guess uh, it's crazy. It's it's awful. What, did, um, he, did he kill himself? No. Apparently, the, after the police, there was an hour. The, after an hour, the police stormed in and they killed him. Um, he had the gun in his pocket the whole time. Uh, he kind of understood that this was it. You know, he was he kind of made the decision that he wasn't going back to jail. I don't I don't know the ins and outs of everything, but from yeah. what I, I saw the video, 
Really? It, yeah, dude. Ugh, yeah, and he brutal. was all strung out on meth, and it was it was really sad. He kept talking about his kids, and Ugh, that's... um, so, that's... and the guy that the guy that recorded the video, I guess like when he got when uh, Tapia got shot, um, the dude was like covered in blood and chunks of flesh. Damn. Yeah, the guy was recording the video. That's awful, man. That's, um, uh, that's brutal. Yeah, none of the employees and customers were harmed at all, and apparently, like. Uh, that the the management of Chris and Pitts and, and the the family of Chris and Pitts they were like blown away that the you know that the um, employees handled themselves the way they did because it was such an intense situation. Yeah, that's insane. That's yeah, dude, it's really sad. That's and, frightening. Yeah, what happened yeah. to? Uh, so, w- what location was that? That was at the Downey location, the one that was right down the ten. Right, so the one that we just we saw. No, the one that we passed by. Yeah, we passed yeah. by it. On our way Damn, to yeah, one. Randy's Donuts, yeah. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. that's so sad. It yeah, is very I mean, sad. We, we joke a lot. I, I throw in a lot of you know silly stuff just because it's such a lighthearted show and it's yeah. funny just to shove in some stuff. You know, that's we're comedians. Trauma is uh, something we all have to deal with, and it's fun to kind of joke about those things. But mental health is a very serious thing, and it's unfortunate. You know, addicts. Uh, yeah. You know, that's it's beautiful that those people were trying to help him. Oh yeah. You know, but holy shit. Yeah, and man. How long ago was this? 2015. Damn, dude. So about seven years ago, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, weird so. that you mentioned September 11th, too, as a, as a gag, and I it was know. like, actually, yeah, it was. It was a hilarious gag. No. Yeah. Okay. Crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. September 11th and that September 11th. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow, dude. I'm glad it's not September 11th today. No. That would um, be a, such a weird fucking... That would be a weird, like... Yeah. So, what? Any other uh, maybe, maybe uh, uplifting things happen at Chris Pitts? Yeah. Uh, um, um, no, man. I did, I, I had so to throw that in there. What's your history with Chris and Pitts prior to this? Okay, so I, I have a weird history with Chris and Pitts. It's it's very short and brief, but I had heard about Chris and Pitts when I moved down here, and I kept seeing photos of the outside of the Bellflower location, um, especially with Charles Phoenix. Uh, he would post pictures of himself there, and like that place looks so fucking cool, and. I I have a one of my Instagram accounts is all vintage signs, mostly neon, um, but I love vintage signs. And Chris and Pitts is like, it looks unbelievable. I mean that the sign, the neon they have, plus the exterior of the, of the structure is is phenomenal. Um, so uh, yeah, I I always wanted to go there, and the first time I went there um, was to the Bellflower location, and it was it was. I closed at eight or something. It was like a weird off night where they just decided to close early, and that kind of fucking pissed me off. But whatever, I'll, I'll try again. So then, during the pandemic or the height of the pandemic, me and Randy were out fucking around in Whittier, and we were like, "Oh, let's let's go to Chris and Pitts. It's right here." So we tried to go to the one in Whittier, and then they were closed to COVID hours that they hadn't up- updated. So that was like strike two. And so then today, Randy, and it's funny because when we were in the car, Randy was like, are you sure they're open? And it's because last time we were there, it was like, uh, you know, they said they were open, but it was like bullshit COVID hours, which when you look, when you went into that restaurant, they were still adhering to a lot of COVID protocols. Yeah, man. I, 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 I do you feel like this, t- they'd sh- like shaken some of that when we went? No, today? I didn't think, did you think so? Did you look at some of the signage around? No. So we'll get to the we'll get to our experience today. Okay. So the third experience that I had was today. So I had never eaten their food ever. Always wanted to go there, and to me, Chris and Pitts 
is is a is a it's definitely of a different era. Um, it's a place that you know your grandparents would love. Yeah. Um, I feel like the quality of their food wasn't amazing, but I liked it. I liked what yeah. I had. Everything that I ate was good. Yeah. Um, the salad was good. The garlic bread was good. The fact that they brought you out that au jus to yeah, dunk your garlic dude, bread in, that was so good. amazing. I want to um, go back. I do. I don't know if I'd go back, but if somebody were to say, like, oh, let's go to Chris and Pitt's for lunch or something, yeah, I'd go. I'd go. Yeah. So, But it's not some place that I would seek out. Um, and we found out today that the Whittier location is going to be closing soon. Yeah. So, so now there's only going to be two. Yeah, right down the street from each other. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I remember going as a kid... There was one closer to my house because mm-hmm. there used to be 15 of them. Right. And I can't remember if it was Kavina or Azusa. I'll find that out. But mm-hmm. it was definitely closer. Right. I believe. Yeah. Maybe we went all the I don't think we went to Whittier. Probably not. So. But Kavina or Azusa makes sense. Kavina yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Because there's a Northwoods in Kavina, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was somewhere out there. But I know that uh, yeah, when we went, though, it had more of a restaurant restaurant quality like that one did as well it's like a restaurant but i remember being very dimly lit gotcha like almost like a steakhouse yeah and and this one didn't have that vibe inside it was pretty bright in there kind of for what it was well it was we were there early we were there early it was daytime but but yeah it it, it was a different it was bright i would say but i I just it's been so long that i i can't remember but i remember the other one just felt more like it had, yeah, a dimly lit steakhouse vibe, like a different yeah. kind of vibe. I remember it looking more, not as, uh, you know, uh, themed as Northwoods, but right. just a little bit more done up. You know what I think? I, I, I think that Chris and Pitts is in a weird, is in a weird space, and I think that it's going to actually kill him. Um, and and I, I, yeah, I think that the, the, the older generation that's, that made Chris and Pitts what it what it is yeah they're dying off yeah i mean you could kind of tell by some of the the early birds that were in there eating yeah. eating dinner like they're, they're going in there for the early bird specials they're going in there because it's a place they've gone to since the, you know the, the the 60s or the yeah. 50s or, or the i mean fuck some of those people that were in there yeah. maybe they went there in the 40s yeah, it's like, <coughs> As a kid, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's it's really hard. it's. I think when they that had the fever, you know, exactly. Yeah, fever. yeah. When they had polio, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, it's AIDS. Um, but I think that a lot of the like because of that generation's dying off, and I because they've they haven't really quite stepped up what they do or really stepped up their prices. I mean, I owe you I owe you thirty five bucks, um, but at the same time, like for the amount of food that I got for that price. You know, yeah, I don't know if it lived up to that. Maybe. Well, I mean, the problem is, is that I just don't think that. I think that what their their target demographic is is going to kill them. Yeah. And I think that so it's still a family run business. The 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 kids and the grandkids of uh, Chris Chris uh, he was the main dude. Um, they still own the places. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I hope that me too. Uh, you know, I hope that they they can find some way to to preserve the, the ones that they have. You know, I yeah, there was a funny story. I mean, it is it is funny because this is such a small place that I wonder if anyone involved <laughs> ever seen this. But you know, it's not knocking them. But one time we had a waitress. I remember at Chris and Pitts, 
um, who had really tiny fingers, uh-huh. and it was really distracting. But she's a great, hell of a waitress. Uh, but her fingers were really tiny, and that's fine. Like, you know, I, dude, I don't care about stuff like that at all. But it was just really noticeable because both hands. Because I remember she would just like pick them up. I wonder who and she if, was like twirling plates and stuff. I don't know. She kicked ass. You know. I, I wonder if the people that. Are from Chris and Pitts will ever hear this and they'll know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, like this is their aunt or something. Yeah, 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 like Little Finger Marie or yeah. something. But yeah, but she was really colorful, very you know up 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 at eat, no very uh, upbeat waitress and funny. But yeah, I, I just uh, she's very unique uh, <laughs> way of doing things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's your but, favorite uh, kind of people. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I, I, it was a good time. You know, I, I. I definitely felt good going back there and, and having it again. And yeah, and our, and our waitress today was awesome. Yeah, Cindy was cool. She yeah. did keep up with Randy. Yeah, she she did. Yeah, yeah. Randy is her people, I think. So Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and what's funny, too, is that in a lot of these places, we come in, you know, guns blazing. We, we're filming. It's obvious what we're doing, even though we're doing it on phones, which are, you know, what I like about filming on phones is that People see phones and people see them. People taking photos and pictures all the or pictures and, and videos all the time. So it's not as uh, like as as uh, you know offensive as somebody bringing in a small camera. It doesn't look that professional, which we're not professional at all. But it, there's this weird thing where people's guards are down a little bit more, so you can get away with doing a, a lot more. of. It's not a big production. Yeah, so. yeah. Even when with with such a large personality like Randy who is like loud and making noises and having a good time and, and bringing his own atmosphere to a to the place. Yeah. Which is great, you know. And I, I think that in in my opinion like a what Randy brings to a lot of places is a breath of fresh air. Oh, you know? totally. And, yeah, some life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gives people either like a put, it either puts a smile on people's faces or it gives somebody something to talk about to their friends. Like there was this guy in there making all these crazy ass noises wearing yeah, yeah. a cowboy hat and he was wearing a duster that had a fucking leopard print on the inside like yeah, it's very yeah. Randy's not going to hold everyone hostage, you know. No, he's no. he's <laughs> no, no. Maybe with his jokes, but no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. I love I love Randy, and he's always great. Yes. But I, I, you know, what I what I'm really like happy with in the direction that we're going is kind of getting these places out sure. there because I totally recommend it. If you want barbecue in Southern California, go to uh, go to Kristen Pitts. You know, support Definitely. these family-owned businesses. But uh, I'd love to hear what people think about Chris and Pitts. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's go to... Um, this is our, our segment of the show where we go into some really fun, some colorful uh, reviews here. Yes. And uh, last time I did... I did uh, Google, right? Google reviews. And they weren't that fucking funny. They were more like angry and mean and, and mad. Whereas I feel like on Yelp, they're a lot more colorful. And you a know? Bit, yeah, a little bit more insane. Yeah, so like this- unhinged. Whereas yeah. these people are just more like, fuck the world, you know? And you're like, okay, you fucking asshole. Where, like, this is just like, the Yelp reviews are just always just wacky as all fuck. So let's let's find Chris and Pitts first. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, let's see. Chris and Pitts. Bellflower. I want to make sure that I get the right location because it's, it's, you know, it's important to make sure that we have the right place. All right, so it's just loading up real quick. All right, normally we start with, actually always we start with the lowest first and then we end on a high note. All right, so the first one that pops up is uh, <clears throat> Susan C. from Cerritos. Uh, she has a picture of herself up here. She looks like a, a winner. This was recently. Dude, this was like last month. So, all right. This, ah, fuck, man. I, we don't, re- we don't like, review these r- reviews beforehand. So sometimes they'll take like crazy turns where they'll be like racist 
or they'll like discuss like people being racist or like fucked up shit. But regardless, we're going to fucking do it anyway. All right. Been coming here for years with my family since 2014. This is Susan C. from Cerritos. I just visited today since the pandemic and found out the place is nearly empty. We thought, great, we don't have to wait per usual. And now we know why it's empty. Nothing is the same. All the cooks left and the, all the cooks left and the new cooks don't know how to cook for shit and the, they don't know the menu. That menu is pretty extensive. I mean, dude, it was but What are they getting? They don't know the tater tot, you know. There was a lot of shit on the menu, but yeah. regardless. The place is known for their ba- their baseball steak, and when we got the meat, oh no, sorry. and then when we got a New York, and we got a New York strip, they tell us why the cook was more surprised than us. He tried to argue a steak is a steak, and after three times retrying, of which one of them, the center of the meat was frozen, we canceled it and left. Can you imagine, like somebody, somebody like fucking throwing out three steaks to you and you're like fuck this and you leave no that's awful alright sad to see this family diner go down the hill like this we will never be back alright Susan C you know what if some guy's trying their fucking heart out and they want you're asking for a specific steak a baseball steak never heard of that but I'm sure it's on the menu because the menu is huge and you get a New York strip fuck it the second time just say you know what this is great fuck it just eat it fuck off yeah. Also, why, why are you making such a big stink? Yeah. Fuck it. We didn't have that experience at all. No. Like never. Like I mean, not at all. Like yeah. they were mo- they were super attentive. They did exactly. I don't even think that she wrote down our orders. No. I think she just went off the top of her dome. Yeah. yeah. She was great. Yeah. Th- it's nothing was wrong with our food. I know that. You know, it's funny. Is I do feel like there is something that like no matter how sleek and hip a place is. There is like waitresses, you know, they've been doing it a long time. Yeah. They're just better. Like, yeah. They could do it all manual. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just top of their dome. Like, yeah, totally. And she, yeah. dude, she was cool, man. Like, yeah, she was. I'm surprised that like people don't react to us way differently when they, when we come in like doing what we do. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. We, we channel like, like uh, high school energy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just the <laughs> yeah, we do. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, but, dude, that was a great experience, man. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what other uh, reviews? All right, so what's nice is that these people all left pictures of themselves up here, too. They all look like dickheads. All right, JMS. That's their, JM is their name. Their last initial is S. JMS uh, from Bellflower. This is another recent review. This is an updated review. Um, anyway, here we go. Hold on. Let me see if we have any prime rib left. Yep, we do. Yeah, I can see why. Gross. Dry. Ribs are cut off alleged a deer carcass from an oven that stored them since last January. Incorrectly charged. What the fuck? Ribs are cut off allegedly a deer carcass from an oven that stored them since last January. Does anybody know what that fucking means? I think this is the manifesto from the guy that held up... The fuck? Oh, my God, dude. You're the best. <laughs> what psycho yeah. babble is this? Uh, incorrectly charge X. So we have to wait for the bank to drop two additional charges. Not cheap charges either. The, the menu prices weren't that bad. This is the Riddler? Sad sad that we have lived locally here for years, and the service has been here has been based off of, quote-unquote, their famous entitled name. Almost like... Uh, Hello, you're welcome feel. 
literally a tablespoon of gravy on my mashed. You got mashed potatoes. How was the gravy on there? Dude, I love the gravy. How, how much did they give you on there? Uh, just enough. It, there was no need for more. It was doused in gravy. It looked good to me. Yeah. And you're a gravy man. I'm a gravy man. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, here we go. I sure ca- could have promoted them to several people. He, oh, JMS is an influencer, I, I guess. I have gravy in my pants. But this is a dump. Speaking of gravy in the pants, I imagine living right be or imagine living right by this classic dried up establishment and getting this kind of food and service. Only our third visit, all a class D. Good shrimp gives two stars. What the fuck? Pick it up, Chris and Pitts, because this generous, because the generous ages will not keep this place alive much longer. You know what, though? On that respect, I fucking, I gotta say, he's kind of right. I I do think that the clientele is going to kill this place. Because they're aiming for an older crowd. I think that that clientele that they're going for, or that they've been, like, chained to, is... They're dying off. Do they need to throw in like a kale jalapeno salad? I, you or know, in, in a weird in a weird way, I think they need to do. There needs to be something changed, right? Yeah, maybe something. Yeah, I, and you know what I think? Like, actually, you know what I think? I, I actually do. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, I refuse to give this place a one star. Although I am sympathetic to those that don't know how good a food base is. He gave him a one star anyway. That fucking piece of shit. And then he took a picture of his fork. The fuck? Okay, he's a total. All right, last bad review because I'm sick of these people. Who should I go? Should I go with Michael V or should I go with Faith E? All right, cool. Faith E from Linwood, no picture. This was another one from recently. Uh, this is a January review. All right, this is kind of great. She took pictures too. And it looks like she got a to-go order. <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, one, food tastes bad. Two, Food quality is extremely low. Three, preparation and service non-existent. Okay. <laughs> for the last for the last year, me and my boyfriend debated between trying this place or going elsewhere. Probably the Golden Corral. You see, he's from the city. He's from the city. Yeah, he's from the big old city. I'll tell you what. You see, he's from the city, and this place has always been bad. LOL. We tried, well, tonight, we tried this place, and it's all bad. I mean, down bad. Down bad. What what do you mean by, what do you mean, uh, Faith E? Down bad. What does that mean? Down bad? I mean, down bad. The food is very obviously low quality. The taste and palate is low quality. Okay. At the price point relative to the service, i.e. lack of utensils. Hey, Robert, did they give you two forks? Yeah. Okay. And serving your dinner in a donut takeout boxes in tinfoil. It's really sad. Oh, so they got, got, okay, so. It's classic barbecue. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Lack of utensils. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. You're taking shit to go. You're eating it at home. Yeah. Just grab a fucking fork, you dildo. Yeah. All right. The mac and cheese we ordered is straight craft. Doesn't even taste like they used milk. The steak and rib combo came with what looks like a Salisbury steak. 
had no flavor, was like eating dry hamburger. It came with a mystery sauce, but we sniffed it and said, nope. So what that mystery sauce was, was the fucking au jus that you're supposed to dip your fucking shit into. And it was yummy. All right, fuck you. Fuck you, Faithy. She's got to have faith. You fucking bitch. That's what I got to say about faith. She's got to have faith. Yeah. All right, Robert, what do you say about reading the good ones? Um, sure. You want to read them? Or do you want me to read them? Because I, the I know ones. you're fucked up. Yeah, it'll be all right. You're gonna, you'll be better tomorrow. Yeah. I hope. I hope so, too. We're going to go see a concert. I know. I hope I'm alive. Okay, cool. So we got a... We gotta, oh, here we go. Right here. This is a brand new review. It's uh, it's a five star. We're on the fi- we're on the good ones now. Brand new review coming in hot. An elite Yelper, which normally means piece of shit. But this one right here, Lauren V from Long Beach. Five stars from this month. My parents are fans of this place. To die for, hard fans. They do not let go of this place. We've been going here as a family since I was little. My dad loves it because it's convenient and it's always empty for us, but then customers really do start crowding up. It's because their family's older. They come in early for the early bird special. Been doing this for a long time. Their food is a decent Tams. Oh, what the fuck? Their food is a decent Tams or a Fantastic Sam's like. Huh. That's interesting. Tams Burger or Fantastic Sam's like the, the haircut place. They are known for their barbecue, which I never get. Okay. The fries are super big, so I never finish them. Overall, the food is decent. I got the fish plate, and I didn't get a picture, but yeah, the food is decent. Good family time. Honestly, I do feel like that's a very accurate review. The food is decent. It's great for your family. It's great for the older generation because it just it kind of lends itself back to that time. You will come home with a doggy bag. Um, yeah, I, I don't I can't say I disagree with her at all. And I think for what it is, I do think a five stars is great. I do. I, I honestly, for what Chris and Pitts is, and for what I know it to be, it does deserve a five stars. Yeah, it's so, not shit and piss. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not shit. And piss. So, all right, here's another one. Uh, Annette J from Norwalk. She's got a picture of herself as well up. So this is another one from last month. Um, these are all pretty much new reviews. Uh, we stopped in for lunch as it had been a while since our last visit. Started with an amazing onion rings that have a light and crispy beer batter. My 10-year-old tried them and had to admit they were yummy. We ordered off the lunch specials menu and were pleasantly surprised with the portions. Yeah, I bet. Smoky Texas barbecue, pulled pork sandwiches, tangy barbecue beans, and fresh salads with the creamy blue cheese and the French dressings they're famous for. Also, a side of steak fries to share with our group, which they were hot and fresh. The 10-year-old ordered a hamburger off the kid's menu and said it was juicy and tasty. My 12-year-old described the food as delicious to the servers who filled our drinks as needed. Can't wait for our next visit. Hey, you know what? They fucking... They refilled my coffee. How, how many times did she refill my coffee? Like four times? Yeah. And she made a fresh pot of coffee for me. Yeah. And all of our drinks... You, and you got a Coke, right? Yeah. She refilled it, too. I know. I saw her churn butter in front of me, Dude, too, dude. straight up. Yeah, she was She was actually taking the butter packets and heating it up under her armpit so Randy could have warm butter. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's complaining about the cold butter. <laughs> the cold butter. Why yeah. does the restaurant have cold butter? <laughs> okay. That, that's, that's totally like a Randy gripe, too. All right. Here's the last one before we talk about where we think Chris and Pitch should be or go, where Chris and Pitch should go in the future. All right. Carrie B. from Fullerton. She's also got a picture of herself on here. 
f- five stars. This was another one from a month ago. Here we go. Juicy steak, garlic bre- bread dipped in au jus, and the creamy blue cheese is why I keep coming back. I've been a fan since I was a kid. I ordered off the kids' menu back then. I have six. I have been to six different li- different locations, and sadly, I think there's only three left. The original Bellflower location here has a has a historical barbecue diner feel. The food is good. Let the haters hate. I'm forever a fan. And she took a photo of her plate, which had all the all the accoutrement on there. So Robert, now here's the question. So those reviews that were on there, they basically were saying decent food, good times, iconic. How do you where do you think do you feel like that's pretty accurate? Yes. They're yeah. not they're not like as far as like the food quality goes, you're not really going there specifically for five star quality food. No. Yeah. You're going there for a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how do you think Chris and Pitts should or could improve for the future it's it's difficult maybe get a new spokesman who um shit and piss doesn't i maybe like identifies as a steak and has like a faux hawk maybe and like you know does like tiktok videos okay yeah maybe chris and pitts tiktok yeah so they'll have a they'll have a two they'll have a chris and a pitts yeah they should probably get more political on twitter (laughs) that'll Um, help (laughs) <laughs> yeah, totally. Bring in the new crowd. It's difficult, dude. It's very difficult because they want to stay loyal to the people that are still going. Yeah. And I don't, there could be something new maybe, but I, I don't know, you know? Or not. Or not. But I, I got a couple ideas. What, what are your ideas? Um, okay, so I think that they should, they really, during the pandemic, they really needed to do a a weird reimagining of the interiors. They didn't do that at all. And I think that was a big misfire on their part i think that they should have that you know when you look inside of there there was like plastic statues of leopard heads you know things like that yeah i wonder the if decor the was was the, different when the other ones that i went to because maybe that this chick's the, the woman that said she went to six yeah she was like oh this one is has, iconic ha, yeah and it has an old yeah uh barbecue, barbecue feel. feel yeah, yeah. so because all the exteriors, the reason, and that's the reason why we picked that one is because of the of the way it looks. It looks like a Lincoln Log house. Yeah, of. it does. Um, and that's re- yeah, that's exactly why we went there. Um, I think that especially that location, because dude, think about it. There's only going to be two left. Yeah. The Whittier one is gone. Like it's 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 not closed yet. But by the time this episode starts to age soon, yeah. Um, I mean, we're recording this in in May of 2022. Yeah. Um, very soon it's going to be gone. So there's going to be two locations left. And that location in particular is, to me, iconic. Yeah. And I think it's it, that kind of place should have some legs and it should, it, it should stand the test of time, yeah. it, if possible. Um, I think that they, needed to, they need to do a reimagining of the interior. Do not lose any of that wood paneling at all. Do not lose any of the kitschy bullshit on the walls. In fact, double down on that stuff. Get more taxidermy. Kind of look at what Northwoods does. Northwoods yeah. has all different kinds of... Di- th- their restaurants are all slightly different from the last one. But go into that realm. And honestly, with the menu, there's so many different menu items that do not need to be on that menu yeah, at all. I think so too. And I honestly think that you could do things differently and save on your food costs because out of the three of us, I don't think any of us touched our baked beans. So I think things like 
not doing baked beans or doing something where like maybe you, they do a family style baked beans. Um, maybe instead of serving out little things of lettuce, they do a family style lettuce, you know, and, and just and, and trying their best to kind of limit their food costs, but also doing it in such a way to where it's like we offer these things. However, let us know if you don't want any of them. If you don't want beans, then we won't fucking serve you beans. You know, I mean, granted, their beans are not too expensive, but still all this stuff adds up. Um, I, I, I do think that they they just needed to do something with the interior of that restaurant and just strip away a lot of the bullshit. It definitely feels dated. Uh, that serving station, I took a video of it and you can see where the, um, you know, where, where they're serving uh, drinks out of like the, the taps for all the sodas, as well as there was a, uh, an ice cream mixer. I don't even know if that ice cream mixer was working. It just seemed like it was like stuffed away and there was all this other shit kind of just strewn about that you can see. Now, easily you could have put a couple swinging doors there and just made it something, you know, made it a little more private so you didn't see that stuff. But it was out there in the open. Um, Yeah, I just feel like the clientele that's aging that they're catering to is going to eventually kill that place. When if they were to just adjust what they're doing, limit a lot of the menu items, we literally the print on that. Opening up that menu was just getting punched in the face. And I don't think it needs to be that way at all. Yeah. Simplify. Yeah. I think. Simplify. Barbecue plates, burgers, sandwiches. Brew. There you go. Beers, wine, salads. Limit your, like, choices on, you know, as far as sides go. That's it. You don't have to do, you don't have to do much. And keep it that classic feel of of that diner, you know? They still... You know, it's COVID is obviously still around, but they didn't have the 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 diner open. They have a whole diner, that whole dining room has that big, um, you know, has all those dining diner chairs, and they didn't have that whole area open at all. It said diner closed. They still had signs up that said, "Please maintain six feet of distance." All of the wait staff, everybody working there was masked up. You were the only one in there with a mask on, but you're yeah. sick, so I get it. Yeah. Um, not with COVID, but just with the cold. But anyway, um, I just feel like it's th- they're on a weird, uh, they're on their their a last gasp in a lot of respects, and I, and I don't think it has to be that way. And I think if they had somebody in there that you know a marketing person that could, dude, I got the I saw I can solve all of it. The Rock and Kevin Hart, dude. Did you make a movie there? Yeah. Just Chris and Pitts the movie. There you go. Yeah, yeah dude, for yeah, real. Yeah. I actually like it. Yeah. We'll and w- would they be? Would they start a barbecue joint yeah, together? Yeah, like a struggling barbecue business. Uh-huh. And they're going up against, um, you know, really showy, flashy. Tenacious D. Yeah, Tenacious D. Their barbecue spot. But uh, they're obnoxious, and you know, Jack Black can kind of play it up and be like just this like rock star, you know, like a Gene Simmons type that like owns this rock star barbecue spot, and they're like the humble. Well, we've been here forever. You know, Granny loved Chris and Pitts. That kind of actually sounds like Kevin Hart yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Granny. Well, <laughs> this is more of an old man town folk, you know, yeah. talking about it. But like Kevin Hart, it's his family business. Mm-hmm. And he begrudgingly takes over when, you know, sick Auntie May dies. And so he has to save the business. And he employs The Rock. Uh, the Rock, who's a. Uh, Who's a, a former NFL, uh, you know, failure? Okay. Like so, kind of like real life. Yeah, t- so, so they try to get Kristen Pitts back on the map to compete against the rock star. How do they get the funding spot. for it? Um, the, they pull stunts. 
Oh, they, they do? Yeah, they try to steal from them. Oh, okay. And the hijinks occurred. Gotcha. But then they realized all that they needed was right there in their hearts and uh-huh. bellies at Chris and Pitt's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Chris and Pitt's movie, uh, there's the... Uh, there's the Pitt's? There's, there's, the, there's, the, there's, the there's the Chris and Pitt's pitch right there, so... We'll see what happens. Hollywood man. is already knocking. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Los um, Angeles called just a second ago. I don't damn, know if you, dude, yeah. Boy, I better pick up. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, I don't know. It was it was a beautiful night. Very uh, very good times going to Randy's Donuts. Yeah. Chris and Crystal Pitts. Pitts. Yeah. Definitely check it out. You know, if you haven't been. I, I think that I, I do agree that Chris and Pitts is it, it's it should be visited and it should be taken at face value for what it is. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was expecting. I really had high hopes. Um, they met the high hopes and the the expectation of like walking in it's you know exactly what it is but i do think that if they had a little outside influence and maybe a little financial they wouldn't need much of a financial push but there's certain things that they can do a reimagining of the menu um you know and and, and it's even still like playing to the kitschy absolutely stuff. there's so much room for a stage in there where they could ha- hire like country and western acts to come through and play every fucking night. They serve beer and wine. It would be a fucking hoot to have a stage in that back corner. Yeah. There's plenty of room in there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, these are some ideas, you know. Who yeah. knows? But, uh, I, I do think that I love it. I love yeah. Chris and Pitts. I, I, I hope it succeeds, and I, I hope that they, they're able to, to reinvent themselves to cater to further, you know, another 70 years. Dude, me too, man. And, you know, hopefully Kevin Hart and The Rock can really make yeah, it happen. Yeah, absolutely, you know? yeah. But, dude, so, uh, guys, stay tuned for more episodes. I'm really excited. We're, we're really getting to some, the uh, you know, deep uh, deep cuts here, you know, uh, pun intended. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, I'm definitely. Excited. And um, there's a lot of, like, th- there's a lot of things that we're going to get to that. Oh, dude, have I can't wait. Some more significant, or, you know, bigger. Frisco's. Frisco's, oh my god! Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. We gotta have fucking friend of the show Ray Paez on that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get we'll we'll wear greaser clothes. Yeah, Ray Ray's a horn dog, so it's it's perfect for for him, dude. Yeah, I'll wear rollers. He's a fan of the ladies. Yeah, (laughs) dude, you will. I'll order a mini skirt. Heck yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah, we'll split it. (laughs) It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. But uh, man, so people can follow you at Roscoe Soul Train everywhere, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I have a YouTube channel where I, I upload videos where I thrift. You know that. Check it out, guys. Yeah, and yeah. Robert, Robert, where can they find you? Robert Land Podcast everywhere. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, guys, thanks for uh, being around. If this is my last episode, it's been fun. <laughs> You're not gonna die. You'll be no, okay. No, no, I'll be fine. They yeah, have, they have kidding. pills for AIDS now. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. They got pills for everything, dude. Yeah, for uh, motors too, yeah. dude. Put you put in your pee hole, actually. Right, yeah, Ryan yeah. D had a funny story about Cialis. Oh yeah, he did. Did he ever tell that publicly? Probably. Okay, that was great about how his fingers swelled up. Yeah. Oh, and like his his wiener was just like a fucking. He said it was like a salty dog. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, my flaccid wiener was just like weirdly like sausaged up. Like the the visual with like especially with Ryan telling you this, you're like, oh my god, this is fucking. Oh, dude. Ridiculous. I, I totally, I, th- I do remember that. That's that so was funny. awesome. Dude, fuck yeah. Well, on that note, uh, life is a ride, and I'm going to ride it all night long. <laughs> beep, beep.